Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast, the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. You know, we haven't gone around the horn here in a while. Uh, I'm Spencer Hall. My sign, I'm a cancer. No shit. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just let that sit there. (laughs) And then silently judge you all while not being mad about it at all, which is a real cancer thing to do. Um, I like to talk about college football. Hey, I got good company on that. Uh, joining us from, uh, let's see, uh, immediately next to me would be Holly Anderson. Man, I guess. <laughs> the enthusiasm. I don't like group activities. What's happening here? Every time you I were, you were a theater major, weren't you? Ever, no. How dare you? You took theater classes. Well, Yeah. That's a, how is that were they, I'm sorry were they were they one man show Again how dare you Okay exactly don't tell me you don't like group activities okay. you just don't like that we have shitty costumes and no blocking it, Yeah that's that's there yeah you know what I would appreciate a little production value in this I'm an Aquarius and that's not applicable at all No not at all Shut it cancer <laughs> It'd be curious if you died on the end of that pin, bug. <laughs> Hi. I'm Aquarius. The uh, the sign of the assassin. The professional assassin, not the one who does it for love. Uh, Jason Kirk joining us from Kennesaw. Hey, Jason, what's your sign? Hey, what'd it do? I'm a scorpion like Drake? Ugh. Like uh, like two cold Scorpio, <laughs> Buff Bagwell's tag team partner. That's a lot better than Drake. Or the Scorpion King, uh, The Rock. The Rock himself. Every wrestler is my the same sign as me. You know, I had an excellent moment in parenting the other day. My um my my wife put me in charge of the kid, and you know we went we went about our business, and a few hours later, I sort of looked up and realized, like, okay, what did we accomplish? during our time without actual adult oversight. And I realized, okay, we went to Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We drank Mountain Dew. We went to the video game store. We bought a video game. To be clear, we pre-ordered a video game, which is even worse. Which one? To be clear, the video game we pre-ordered was a wrestling video game. (laughs) (laughs) Which means we're getting like the maturity level is just like plummeting. Well, like, wait, I did this because she wanted Ronda Rousey in a video game, and she's a pre-order character. But, like, I just looked up at that moment and realized, like, whoever you are at age 14, that's who you are until the day you die. Oh, that makes And my sense. poor daughter, she's stuck being 14-year-old me now. I say this with all confidence. And God you're, bless her, man. Good luck to her. You're going to be an amazing grandparent. Just an amazing grandparent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this you is know, me at age seventy, man. We're going to we're going to drink Mountain Dew at Taco Bell. We're going to pre-order wrestling video games. Oh, Taco Bell is going to be where you have your men's group on Wednesday mornings. Man, me and me and one hundred and fifty-eight year old Bill Snyder. Yeah, he'll be like, "Hey, man, you're looking." He'll be like, "Oh, you look a little stiff this morning." And you're like, "Bill, I don't know how you do it." Bill, Still- you son of a bitch. Let's open the book to Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Just got to get some volcano sauce in this ACL, and we'll be limber. <laughs> That's our Inferno healthcare system now. <laughs> um, the well, I do want a group agreement, though, that it's creepy whenever Spencer tries to play camp counselor. Uh, what? 
Like you're trying to impose organization on us that you fail at everywhere else in your life. It's a little Jim Jones, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Like, no, because no, no, Jim Jones got things organized. I was going to say, yeah, we'd never have matching shoes. That's true. My grandparent model, by the way. No, we wouldn't is, even have shoes. Yeah. My grandparent model is Royal Tenenbaum, right? Like the scene where he takes the grandkids out and like they ride on a garbage truck and mm-hmm. attend like a dog fight. Yeah. That's not. No, no, no. That's dog blood. Don't worry about that. Ryan, joining us from Brooklyn, New York. What's your sign, Ryan? I've never, I've never asked this. I'm a Gemini. What is that? Um, that Ooh. I think it's British or European. Uh, home, like it's, it seems like an international house hunter show, but it's clearly something different that you're always talking about on Twitter. Oh, extraordinary homes. Is that what it is? No. Or is it Grand Designs? Oh, it's Grand Designs. Grand, Grand Designs. Designs is the one with the narrator. What is? Yes. It? Tell me about this show. Grand Designs is a show uh, filmed in England uh, about usually couples building homes or rebuilding homes in sort of spectacular, unconventional fashion, often under duress and usually with numerous obstacles in their path. Kevin McLeod guides them through the process, cajoles, insults, questions, chides, and ultimately usually ends up praising their work. Revealing my drama school bona fides, Kevin McLeod went to university uh, with Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was a, is, he was a member of the Footlights. Yes, and mm-hmm. this is what he ended up doing with his life. But the sexual charisma and smolder that he brings to every scene, even the judgy ones, uh, it's man. I don't like reality television, but Spencer's wife keeps bullying me into watching this show. It's it's compelling. Why did you now? Why did you ask me about that show? Just because I see you talking about it all the time, and I don't know anything about it. I mean, granted, it's oh, you I thought we and... were setting up for a pun. So I tried no, to after, it feels, no, like, it feels no, like a no, trap. No, it, it wasn't. I just like I remember seeing. I think it's you, Lindsay Adler, and is it Brian and Brian Phillips? Where yeah, the yeah, only... are like you just have this very small circle to talk about this show that literally I nobody else talks about. Yeah, Grand it's De- on Netflix, by the way. There's like 19 seasons of that shit. Yeah, you should watch it for a number of reasons. I think the reason... Uh, yeah, most Ryan, people- your wife would really like this. Yeah, um, I think you would end up liking it because Kevin McLeod, unlike American... You know, American shows are... are They're stupid, right? British shows are also stupid. They're just stupid in a different way, right? Uh, Kevin McLeod on this mm-hmm. show will... You know, usually there would be couples and they would have a problem and the American show would really you know like play up a serious serious issue that wasn't serious at all right like well i want some marble countertops chad and you know like kelly would be like you know you're a piece of shit kelly yeah you're a piece of <laughs> so shit this couple's kelly. name is chad kelly yeah it's chad and kelly i'm glad you picked that up <laughs> i had that i'm gonna go get the ak it. and spray this motherfucker <laughs> chad Kevin A.K. McLeod. What about my Chad Kelly TD lounge, huh? <laughs> oh, God. No, the 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 show itself, like the American show version of this, would focus on something like that. It'd be like dramatic music, right? right. Or they would make something up entirely. 
Grand Designs, they have very real problems. Like, they talk about money. No one on American home shows ever talks about money. Also, right? everyone Never. on this show is insane. Yeah. But in, like, the quietly despairing kind of way. Or in the British eccentric way. Like, Is, this, is guy's this a like, show where they could be like, ah, oh, you got bats. Oh, just a shitload of bats, as it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. And they would, yeah. and they, and, but Kevin McLeod would go, well, how much is that going to cost you? Right. Which in America, we don't talk about money right, because right. I don't know, we're all happy to be sort of, you know, peasants pretending to be aristocrats, right? But like, oh. Go, like, we're 800,000 over. Money. <laughs> yeah. Because right yeah, it's like, we'll just get like seven lines of credit and we'll get new. Excuse me. I'm right. an Amazon Kevin... Prime member. Thank you. <laughs> Capitalism is amazing. I'm $70,000 in credit card debt, but I belong to Amazon Prime. My great-grandchildren have yet to be born into <laughs> wage slavery. <laughs> but in England, they'll like Kevin McLeod will go, so how far over are you on budget? Because I know you're over. And they'll go, well, Kevin, we're, we're 700,000 pounds over budget. And he'll look at them and be like, was that smart? That wasn't very smart, was it? And they're like, no. No, wasn't smart. But then, of course, at the end of the episode, Kevin McLeod comes in and makes love to the house, basically, right? He'll be like, and definitely Damn. a few of the wives and most of the husbands. <laughs> the, the, the running gag on the show is this: that usually, no, in to the, be clear, this is a gag that we have made up. Yeah, but in the, well, actually, this came from a message board because okay. um, this is like. No, I mean, like this isn't something that's open on the show. This yeah, it's just something that's obvious on the show kevin mcleod comes in and usually like one out of every two episodes like every other episode a couple gets pregnant in the middle of building this house right they'll be like oh we're having our fourth child and that always happens when kevin mcleod's around and so the joke being is that like you know like oh surprise we're pregnant kevin mcleod's like magnificent well we're almost finished with this aren't we Aren't we? Yeah. I should look at the house now and leave. The shiplap flooring has made you worthy to receive my seed. Yeah. It's a magnificent show. And I've talked about it too much. But you should watch it. It's okay. great. Okay. It's and, grand. And you're a Gemini, so which which means that which is exactly why I thought you were trying to trap me. You're like, oh, what about that show? Lawyers never ask a question they don't know the answer to. Yeah, I was not good at that. <laughs> Fortunately for you, <laughs> I was terrible in entrapment. <laughs> Spencer, what was I doing at that casino when I told my wife I was in New York? Damn it! Damn it! Shit! Oh, we've got. Uh, I'm going to try to do this for what the third week in a row. Don't try to the guess how many week weeks you've done it. Don't don't make it harder. Don't add a second number. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um. We are now it's heading into. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you? It's week eight. Hey! God, our special. Yeah! Oh, real quick, can I bring up a, a a parenting achievement I forgot in that list? Sure. When uh, my wife got home and was like, "Oh, what did y'all do tonight?" The first thing my daughter said wasn't, "We drank Mountain Dew at Taco Bell or pre we pre-ordered a wrestling video game." She said, "I have a favorite metal band now." What y'all know about baby metal? What no, about can... baby metal? Nothing. Wait, no. is that what it sounds like? Greatest rock band in the history of the world. It is three Japanese teenage girls who front an actual, legit, uh, Dragon Force quality death metal band. <gasps> wow. Hello, you have my attention. If you haven't listened to it, 
Go listen to everything they've ever made. It's the greatest shit you've ever heard in your life. It's exactly as you're not prepared for how silly it is. Go watch the karate music video. Um, the the metal is as metal as you can imagine, and the three teenage Japanese girls are as Japanese teenage girls as you can imagine. It's like like you know how every genre of metal tries to outdo the previous wave. It's like oh yeah, we're real heavy metal, we're thrash metal, we're death metal, we're doom metal. We're literally burned down churches in real life metal. This band, they said our genre is called cute metal. <laughs> and the, the shit is just as heavy as anything out there, but it's like like it's it's like Pikachu singing death metal. It's it's the greatest shit in the world. So my favorite music metal review of the is week. uh the YouTube video that has every song on a Dragon Force album playing at the same time. This sounds perfect <laughs> for me. It's pretty much that, but with the Pokemon theme song laid over the top of it. Okay, I accept. Yeah, no, fantastic. I accept this into my life. Um, we are going into, <clears throat> as I said. You got it right. Line, yeah. You got it right. Week eight <laughs> of the college football season. This is our preview show where we will be talking about things that will happen this week, uh, as well as wandering a bit, because we have to be honest, if last week was blood week, another body part coming up, or another spleen week. This is recover. Like, this yeah. is recovery week. This, limp, this limp, is, this is limp looking week. like recovery week now. Yeah, limp week. Ugh. Limp week. Ass week. It's not ass uh, week. This is scab week. No, <laughs> scab no, week. No, bile week. Bile week. Don't pick at yeah, it. Leaky scab much. week. Don't pick don't at pick it. Week. It. Yeah, don't Notre Dame. Don't pick at that. Don't, don't pick at it. West Virginia. Auburn. Don't pick at it. What happened? Yeah, don't let, which, by the way, that's a real good way to put uh, Notre Dame situation this week, right? That Talk about don't pick. <laughs> um, Aren't you glad you gave me a mic? Football. Don't, don't pit. Don't pit. Yeah, don't let, it, don't let recovering from a pit infection get Navy in your bloodstream, which, yeah, you don't want Navy in your bloodstream. Disagree. That's next week, though. Yeah, they don't play this week. They're off this week. They don't play. Oh, I'm sorry. They don't play Navy this week. <laughs> no, you don't Dame, want that. Doing you nothing. Know. What's new? Do- Auburn. Auburn is going to pick at it, though. Just to be clear. <laughs> Auburn. Auburn has no choice but to pick at it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they've com- got. It's, com- it's compulsive at this point. <laughs> Auburn's in one of those situations where um, they're at. They're in an Auburn quality hospital, i.e. a rural hospital, right? Like Auburn has a fantastic nursing school. Shut your face hole. Auburn, best case, we can uh, tape Pringles cans around your hands so you won't pick at it. But that's all we can do for you. <laughs> Auburn, is Auburn in the e-collar? Are they the dog in the e-collar? <laughs> that sounds like Mega Man. <laughs> but we'll get there. Either like Mega Man or the dog in the collar. Yeah. We'll get this there is, because this is what, somebody, some nightmare human, decided to put a Thursday game on here, even though we didn't have one. We were going to skip Thursday altogether. Oh, no. No, no, says, no. No, no, no. Right you, here on the schedule, Stanford no. at Arizona State, 9 p.m., and uh, someone just put yes. And that was Spencer, wasn't it? That's right. That's right. Because there was a big no on this spreadsheet. Yeah, but I tried I, to save us. No. Looking out for you, listener. Who the fuck I said counter. Oh. I said counterpoint. Yes, because some of you got off the Herm Edwards bandwagon a little early. Some of you let a few things like wins and losses dissuade you from the long-term plan that Herm has for the Devils, a.k.a. the Sun Devils, but he just calls them the Devils. This is like how people describe my walk with Christ. 
That's right. <laughs> and you know what? Just like Jesus, you denied her my spot on the schedule this week, but I'm letting him in. <laughs> I'll put him on here three times and see if we can just make it biblical-like. But Stanford at Arizona State, if you ever wanted to see a messed up couple of football teams that don't really know what they are, who play pretty good defense and have problem scoring, ta-da! What's the uh, over-under on punts? <laughs> uh, combined, I'm going to go... 14 and a half, I'll set it up. Yeah, no, I was going to go 14, So, um, so I'll, but I'll go with Ryan. 14 and a half. Yeah, I'll, set, I'll set the un- under over. over right there, 14 and a half. Yeah, if you want to watch this, I think this is actually an example of... The, there may be a looper type situation. There may be a warning type situation Wait, because who is Herm's looper? Well, well David, David Shaw, Shaw has always been rumored. So Shaw is the right. pre Herm. Yeah. Well, right, like like it was Shaw's always been rumored to sort of be uh, at least on the radar of extremely uncreative NFL teams who go. But you well, will hate yourself, right? But who who you know who would be a suitable college coach who does things in a systematic and comatose way right it's the word suitable really says it all there doesn't it right and who betrays no emotion on his face and would clearly give nothing indicating concern for himself his team or anything else happening on the field short of himself being set on fire to be clear i would give my life for david shaw yeah um david shaw has frequently been rumored to be one of those guys how did you get there what how did Holly get to I will give my life for David Shaw? I love Stanford. Okay. I mean I mean not in the way not in like the the you know the year long fling way that you love Stanford. I mean you had the, the you had like you were for a time the internet's biggest Stanford fan, correct? That's right. Um, un- I- un- unchallenged. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just you just walk you know what you could probably walk into that stadium and go and go like eminent domain this yeah. is mine Squatters you walk in there like coach like, o whip your shirt off and say anyone of you motherfuckers <laughs> there will be nobody well, I, it's sort of like when you call the guinness book and you're like hey is there a record for this and they're like no uh, i guess if you can do that 30 times all right here i am Everybody else no, is doing I, the, homework in the stands. The answer stands. I have for this is actually quite serious, so I don't know if it belongs on this podcast. I've always been fascinated with Stanford recruiting, mm-hmm. uh, like w- with the practice of recruiting to Stanford, because there is such a small subset, you know, in the nation of players that are both good enough and book smart enough uh, to be able to succeed there. And the periods of time in which Stanford manages to get all those guys. Uh, it's just fa- it, that's just one of my favorite stories that I've always wanted to do and I've never gotten a chance to. That's all. Also, I would say is a better university. Yeah, well, Arizona State's obviously the better choice if you have the choice between Stanford or Arizona State. Take Arizona State, especially because if you go to Stanford, you might believe in ideas like the kind where you walk into the stadium and go, "Eminent domain, I'm claiming it, squatters' rights." Mm-hmm. Also, the- I said this on the podcast before to great. Uh, scoffing, but Stanford's tailgates are like remind me of they're they're absolutely beautiful. They're some of the best in the Pac-12, and they remind me of the Quad of Tuscaloosa. Holly is the only person who thinks this, but I haven't been there, so I can't you back it up. And I'm, not, the ta- only, yeah. I'm not talking about like student section Tuscaloosa. I'm talking about like 
where the the wine mom like the wine mom alabama set which maybe a lot of you haven't had contact with i've i've probably put this on the show before my my uh I have a very close auntie who is a former Crimsonette and uh, my early exposure to Alabama was all Wine Mom Alabama. So, so I have, this I have is, a question. It, I, I feel at home at Stanford. Which rea- which group is reacting worse? Stanford if you walk into the tailgate and say, oh, this reminds me of Alabama. Or Alabama if you walk into the tailgate and say, oh, this is just like Stanford. It's definitely Alabama because, because I have said this Stanford. at Stanford and they have reacted positively. Okay. <laughs> no, they're, listen, they, they're, all their tailgating is done in like this beautiful eucalyptus grove and they're really, really good at bringing in smoked meats because they're rich. God, um, stupid, yeah, stupid Spencer has us talking about Stanford, Arizona State for like four minutes. God damn it. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, listen. You're the one who wouldn't take me at my word when I said I would give my life for David Shaw. No, yeah, I just wanted, I'm sorry that I wanted to unpack it because this is a long form narrative podcast. Oh, I thought it was like a, no, I thought it was a known thing. Yeah. No, no, it's not. That's okay, though. Okay. Also, also. I enjoy the Stanford football program. Also. Sorry. I have to inject class war into everything. Class war pick, Arizona State. Sorry, you need to consider them for more than one reason. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm if, when it comes to college football class where I'm going to be a collaborator, and I'm not sorry about it. Mm. You're lost. Tempe's waiting You're with open lost. arms. God, can we just oh, at least we can rich, skip Friday can't die. Though, right? Yeah, can we skip mm-hmm. Friday? Is that okay? Uh we're yes, skipping. Because the, Stop it. To be clear, on the list on our list of games, it says hell no so it you're wasn't welcome. just no you're welcome there's an emphatic hell no we can skip right past them yeah you're welcome let's go right to east lansing where what is the i think rule? this is the best part is that you're like let's skip right to michigan Michigan. so what is the long-standing rule of playing a mark d'antonio team first of all don't. you don't want to be ranked in the top 10 michigan right. where are you you're number six right you Uh-oh. want to pin a note with your blood type to your shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you want the skies overhead to look like sunny sunny Ooh. Sesame Street. Do we know yeah. the forecast in East Lansing on Saturday? I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict it's I'm all? gonna predict it's like raining bits of cinder I'm gonna block. It's gonna hail toads. Oh motherfucker, I'm talking 18 degree, 18 mile an hour wind, 48 degrees, and <laughs> rain showers. We got a tornado made of brake rotors coming in here. salamanders and i'm not cute ones like weird spiny ones (laughs) brian lewerke's gonna throw 60 times and complete 11 passes and they're gonna win by 13 points there's gonna be 24 punts three of them will go for spartan touchdowns mark antonio reads about reads about the plagues of egypt and is like oh that's football weather absolutely there's gonna be six fumbles spartans recover five of them is the plagues of egypt this is. Uh, I will just tell. I, I will just tell you. Mark D'Antonio looking at the calendar. Blood bath. That's my favorite kind of bath. <laughs> yeah, also, you this. mean just a bath, right? There will be bloodshed, and that's also my favorite kind of shed. What is the one? What is the one thing? Mark D'Antonio has so many favorite kinds of sheds. I'm sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't presume. What is the one thing that Michigan can do consistently on offense? They can run the ball. Finish third and right. Oh. If they on offense, on okay. offense, on the football field. Now, not in the standings. That's okay. that's finishing third. Yeah, they can run the ball in their division. Actually, that's and not that, even and true that includes their fourth. Yeah, and that includes the Shea Patterson. He can run the ball too for him. That's right. 
Uh, what's the number one rushing defense in the nation? Right God. Now? <laughs> it's it? Michigan State. <laughs> huh, how'd that happen? Fuck. That's weird. This is an awful matchup, and now you just told me that it's going to be. Man, I kind of want to go to this game now. It's going to be acid rain and forty-eight degrees <laughs> with an eighteen-mile-an-hour wind. Holly wants expensive. to go to this game because she thinks Twister is a great movie, which is she's not wrong. <laughs> I want to go to this movie because The Road is a great book. That's what I-, <laughs> I want to go to this game because as I keep arguing to the consternation of just about everyone, Michigan State is the West Virginia of the Big Ten. Hmm. Culturally or? Oh, they both in a burn lot shit. of ways, none of which are good. Okay. Fair but enough. All burn furniture. I love. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. They do sweatshirts like anger and sweatshirts you know they, that, that's that's where michigan state and ohio state mountain dew to babies yeah yeah feed mountain dew okay, to babies well that and J- jason does that too i guess yeah he, t- he does deep he down mountain we're all mountaineer spartans yeah this is this is a horrible matchup for michigan and if they win like if you want to know hey is michigan really good if they manage to win this game despite every sign and the universe pointing to no in flaming letters right like this is jim harbaugh have you ever seen the Stefan Heck tweet where he's you know, where he's like, I'm at a tar- like a tarot card reader pulls out a card. The card has a balloon tangled in electrical lines on it. And I go, is that bad? That's what Jim Harbaugh is pulling right now. He's pulling the card that has Mark D'Antonio tangling him in a garrote made of power lines. And Jim Harbaugh's like, is that bad? Tell me, what does it mean? Imagine Mark D'Antonio was going to clinch his jaw. So not to bring this back to dental work, but if this goes badly for them, D'Antonio's gonna clinch his jaw so hard on the sideline. He's gonna that crack his teeth are gonna explode out of his mouth in a, just a cloud of dust. Which will immediately turn into mud. God. It's a great place. Pure can, Michigan. Um, this and it's at noon! <laughs> I, I, I contributed to Michigan State disrespect as well. There is Michigan State disrespect on the line, which makes them even more powerful. I put Michigan in the playoff. This uh, oh. this weekend, mm-hmm. um, and like ninety percent of the angry the reactions the were Ohio seat. State fans. They were they were furious, whereas Michigan State fans were like, "Thank you." So a noon kickoff, you got to be worried about East Lansing sunset around three fifteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's got to be top on my list of concerns. That's unless like a swarm of buzzards block out the sun. At two o'clock. Yeah, the frost buzzards. Oh shit, I didn't consider that. Big ten after dark. Uh we have a fake chicken game on the schedule too, because Spencer's what? a coward. Fake? Well, I don't I don't think this works out for me, and I don't believe in it quite like I believed in Tennessee beating Auburn. Oh, a thing that did happen that did I called. <laughs> It did. It really did. It did. And Auburn Auburn has to keep playing football games. They can't just be like, well, time to pack it. You guys have to acknowledge that. Can we take it? Auburn needs that option of like, you know, up sim the rest of the season. Doesn't matter. Fuck it. Whatever. Sim to hiring Bill Clark. When you say fake chicken, are we talking like like Zaxby's fake chicken or like Bojangles fake chicken? Um, Wait, are we anti-Bojangles? 
I'm a, I'm not anti Bojangles. It's fine, but I'm like it's not. I'm not going to go out of my way for it. Although I'm pro Bowberry biscuit, I don't think I've ever had their chicken. Yeah, I'll take the biscuits. That's it. You can keep the yeah. chicken. Don't they have a fried bologna biscuit? I just approve that it being available at a drive-through. Yeah. Spencer approached me about number twenty undefeated Cincinnati going to Temple and said, "Hey, what if we make this a double or nothing chicken bet?" And then what happened, Spencer? Well, the thing that happened was I looked up the line. The <laughs> what is the line? Drive off Rainbow Road. Sorry about that. The line is uh, the line is is Cincinnati by three and a half. No, oh, right? no, no yeah. it's Temple. Oh, Temple's favorite by Temple three and a half. Temple by three and a half. Temple's favorite. I forgot. Yeah. So, so what that, happened was after Spencer pitched the double or nothing bet, Spencer learned he would be giving more than a field goal to Ryan. Yeah, yeah. which is dumb, and I only. You know, I actually don't like betting the spread anyway. Just win. Just pick the winner. We like You don't like betting the spread because it involves basic math. There is also that. That's do very wanna, important. Do you want do you want to do a double or nothing straight up? Ooh. You're gonna have to tell him what that means. No. No, I don't I don't feel it quite as much. Okay, no. that's fine. That's fine. We're gonna that's reboot. Fine. We can carry this over. I wanna I, I wanna give you another chance to lose and give me more chicken. Damn. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. You're the one who decided to bring up Cincy at Temple. Great job. So if Temple covers the 3.5, Ryan owes Spencer two chickens? No, he doesn't want to do the bet, so it's just not happening. Yeah. We're we're canceling the entire bet. We're canceling the second chicken bet. Shit, just like that. Just like that. Damn. Yep. You know? Hey, this wasn't on the- public learned about it two minutes ago, and it's already off. This Mm -hmm. wasn't on the day of- I'm I'm not in violation of any Where's betting protocols here. No, you're fine. You're it, listen. I my I, sense I, of it. I picked Tennessee in an SEC conference game. Imagine being owed two chickens. Like this is damn Ocarina of Time. You'd be three <laughs> away from moving on to the next level. <laughs> All right, who put Iowa versus whoever Iowa yeah, is no, playing? This wasn't my here. doing. <laughs> that feels like a Jason move. Present. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit who Iowa is playing. Uh, I just want to talk about Iowa. Iowa's good. Iowa's top twenty in basically every metric you can look up. Um, whether we're whether we're talking about power rankings like S and P plus, or you want to talk about resume rankings, Iowa is flying under the radar. They have an excellent chance at ten and two. I'm horrified to report they could very well go to a New Year's Six bowl just based on nothing but a spectacular record. Um, having played nobody but Wisconsin and Penn State all year long. I just want – I this is basically just a PSA. Um, they're playing Maryland. Fuck Maryland. Who cares? I just want to talk about Iowa, and I just want y'all all to be on alert that you might have to be watching Iowa on New Year's Day just based on they won't have lost many games. I mean, they they are not that far away from winning the, Divi- winning the Big Ten West, right? They need, Wisconsin, they need Wisconsin to lose one more time, right? Right. Or one more time than they do, at least. So Right. Um, and, hey, giant killer Northwestern still left on the schedule. Penn State, Minnesota, a lot of losable games for Wisconsin here. I love it. All right, let's talk about Auburn at Ole Miss. Spencer left to go get booze. Oh, no. Oh, I'm good. It's, it's good timing. Good timing. Yeah, we, do, we, don't, we don't want Auburn Jesus to know about that. <laughs> no, you were talking about you were talking if you about have, Iowa, Holly, so if you have facts you about have Spencer going drink. to get booze, please send them to compliance at <laughs> <laughs> do you Do you think people 
people are still e- checking that address at this point. <laughs> yeah, I've wondered that like about once a week this entire year. What does that inbox look like? Oh, a mess. Let's find that person. Let's find whoever is responsible for checking that inbox and, and interview them and just say like, hey. Because, you know, in addition to all the message borders who have to be just hitting it up on the daily, there are still all the completely regular ass insane emails that they had to be getting in the first place. Well, sure. And they were probably getting invoices from massage parlors that they were like, well, this is a joke. And then they were like, huh, turns out it wasn't. Hmm. Like maybe a few of them, yeah, but you know you gotta check them. Life's funny, <laughs> which means you have to open something on the internet that has an attachment that says "massage parlor receipt" on the list of sketchy attachment names. That's up there. Holly says life is funny, and she's right because Auburn, after losing to Tennessee, goes on the road to Old Miss, and who's favored to win this game? Old Miss. I really nope. thought this was gonna be an ad read. Nope. Auburn. Yes. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think it, I, I think it. Here? I think it opened uh, Auburn by three. Yeah, no one ever learns anything. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is. Be- I want to spread that on toast. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Snatch it up while you can, folks. Can I take an aside here and just remind everyone who says that? Who brings up? I'm real glad you can all look up Gus Malzahn's buyout. It's cute that you think math, insanity, and and like budgets matter when it comes to football in the state of Alabama. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to pay a, di- a buyout to a man who goes mission on missing on a fishing boat, do you? Damn. You don't have to. You know what? Even if you do pay the buyout, you know who complains about paying buyouts? Poor people. That's right. Poor universities who think about these things. Auburn ain't poor. And some rich people. Some rich people would complain. No, no, no. But not not if it not if Al- would Alabama complain? They're not gonna complain, so Auburn won't complain. Mm-hmm. Will T Boone? T Boone won't complain. He will. He'll complain. Oh, he'll complain. Yeah. 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 That's like his that's favorite how, sport. That's how he got rich. It's not football. Yeah. Was complaining about spending two dollars. Right. I think with Auburn it's a question of do you trust the Lord? Do you do, are you putting your yes on the table the in the form Lord of a big buyout check for Gus Malzahn that you cannot yet cash? Are you going to trust the Lord to deliver on that investment? Oh, Won't you say yes? Warriors on Won't this. you say yes and come to the front of the church and lay your lay your lay your burdens at the foot of the cross and get Gus Malzahn's ass up out of here? Speak Won't you it. come down to the front? Put your yes on the table. Now is the time. Nobody said casting the devil out would be easy or cheap. Yeah. Devil wants a lot of money. <laughs> Thirty million the, plus, to be specific. And by the devil, we mean Jimmy Sexton. <laughs> yeah, do we ever? Son of a bitch! And don't think, by the way, this won't start some sort of like spiraling cascade of firings down the line. It will. It will. If oh Good. yeah, anyone, if you can, this is what happens at Auburn. Remember. It's not like you just get a coach fired. No, no, you get two or three other people fired. Hell, you see a gardener who's wearing like some sort of like pro Gus Malzahn shirt, fire him. Hell, fire a gardener anyway. Just do it. Does Auburn have gardeners there in ag school? As long as this leads to Gus Malzahn getting the Rutgers job, I'm fine with that. 
<laughs> he's yeah, talking yeah. at the that would kill we, him we just so put much. Up a post a couple of days ago that was like you know this is three reasons this is looking like a slow coaching carousel and every one of them that the debunker was like unless auburn acts up <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's a good thing that we can't count on that Auburn is Auburn is basically the assassination of Franz Ferdinand in this scenario. <laughs> Everything's fine oh God, unless so this happens. Gus Malzahn was just trying to get a sandwich. Ways. This is the one exception that proves the rule. Like you know, knocking off World War One Auburn shirt. <laughs> I believe in Auburn. I believe in you know what? This is more Auburn ruining everything, isn't I it? Like in oh. I believe I I think everything can be real quiet. Oh shit, here comes Auburn. <laughs> Not in the cooking sherry. I and I found yet another example of Auburn, Auburn ruining everything. Or in this case, kind of making something perfect. That when John Reeves threw nine interceptions in a game, thus setting the NCAA record in nineteen sixty-nine for most interceptions thrown in a game. Which is important because I want you to think and imagine that you're watching your team, your quarterback throws his eighth interception and goes back on the field. Just imagine that moment in time. <laughs> yeah, this is, I think we talked about this way back when Michael Hennig had his his big game for Ole Miss. Like, how are you feeling after interception four? Pretty good. Like, at what point does it stop? At, at what point does numbness kick in and does it start to be funny? Yeah, what's that rule of comedy where six. like, yeah, what's that rule of comedy like where after the third time it's not funny, but then it gets funny again? Like, it's that thing. Yeah, there's like an international <laughs> joke dateline where mm-hmm. you can lap it and all of a sudden it just becomes hilarious again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He threw the ball, by the way, that day 66 times in 1969, which I had to imagine had to like... It had to feel like having a stroke for the average football fan going like, I didn't even know that was legal. But yeah, he and I will tell you this in a game where he threw nine interceptions, Auburn only won 38 12, which is again, he's coming, he's coming off the field after like his 59th throw, and they're like, Here, here buddy, here's your pack of cigarettes. Burn them as fast as you can. Thanks. I need more pep. Yeah, it was 1969. They were probably like, Okay. Here's some milk and some LSD. You're this great. is how this is how we're gonna get to the, the moon with, inter, with interceptions and and tobacco. Imagine being in the stands after like pick seven and just watching his arm cock back again. <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. Like, put yourself there. What it's are like, you doing? It's like watching the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'd do a full on crawl full on crawl space laugh. That's where I'd be at. <laughs> I figured out the secret of the universe. It's mad. It doesn't want you alive. Um, yeah, I, I just reminder to everybody. Oh, they wouldn't fire Gus, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> mm? Sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. I keep telling you. You're just like, oh no, who do that? There's money and numbers involved. Uh huh. Uh huh. Blessings. Sure. All you need is a big old plate full of blessings, and you can get yeah. Gus's ass out of here. Special collections every Sunday. Maybe some Auburn booster listened to last week's preview and followed Spencer's advice and has a whole bunch of money sitting on. At least a couple of them do. Oh, what? Oh, mm, they wouldn't fire Gene Chizik after he won a national championship. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't try to hire Bobby Petrino with a rogue booster. Oh my God, they're going to hire Bobby Petrino. Ah! No, for real this time. They're going to hire Bobby. I'm not kidding. Oh, 
I'm not kidding. They're going to hire Bobby Petrino. At last, the prodigal son returns home after they tried to hire him the first time while Tommy Tuberville still had the job. Yeah. Life's funny. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, can I get a damn it Reddit, please? Damn it, Reddit. Thank you. Uh, I didn't have a good damn it, Ryan, for this week, so I turned to our Reddit page, our subreddit, rather, and asked for some suggestions on games we should be paying attention to. Stanford, Arizona State was one of them, but Spencer already helped us there, fucking asshole. Um, The game that was pointed out to me was Delaware at New Hampshire, and this is why. Last year, both these teams went 7-4, and but New Hampshire made the FCS playoffs and Delaware didn't. Delaware was not happy about this because they had the better record against common opponents. Uh, Their best win was better than New Hampshire's. Their worst loss was better. They were ahead of them in the Sagarin ratings. They had better strength schedule. Like, statistically, the case seemed to be in favor of the Blue Hens. Uh, To the point that their coach, Danny Rocco, had this to say last year after, um, after Delaware was not picked. It makes no sense. Now, if their AD is on the board, which New Hampshire's uh, athletic director is on the selection board for the FCS playoffs, and if that's a factor, then shame on everybody for allowing that to once again factor in on the future and the opportunity that we present to our student-athletes. So we get to see a Delaware team that basically said, your AD rigged it so your bullshit could get into the playoff. They did win two games before they lost, I think, South Dakota State. Uh, and now they get to play each other. And even though New Hampshire is not that good this year, they're just, oh, they're going to be so mad. So mad. And it's wonderful to see. So thank you. Thank you, Reddit, for bringing this game full of spite uh, and FCS anger to my attention. That's reddit.com slash whatever slash full cast. You're home for FCS playoff angst. Yeah, it's it's just it's weird because um the burden as the only college football podcast does fall on us to talk about FCS um, and, you know, group of five and, and that's fine. You know, we're happy to do it. It just, it is sometimes troubling that there aren't others willing to step up and talk about, uh, you know, sort of these interesting corners of college football, but we'll do it because that's, that's what we've been asked to do. Right. Yeah. We are the only non power five college football podcast. I, there, there isn't another one. No, um, be composed of our dearest colleagues. Well, yeah, one might say that does that. Play, one might say that having no competition, we ain't played nobody. It's true. You could say that. Also, New Hampshire is very bad this year. So Delaware, go in, son, go in on them. Yeah, cockadoodle do on that ass. Um, is NC State good? Can I tell you? I have this marked as the Keith Sweat special. Cause you know who, <laughs> Can't wait to see where this is going. Yeah, cause cause you know who, you know who NC State's played. Nobody, baby. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Who's on that schedule? Nobody. I still have my soundboard. That would have been a lot funnier. Um. Yeah. They, they beat. So they've beaten Boston College, and they were supposed to play West Virginia. So points for scheduling attempts. And Man, they beat that, James Madison, Virginia, Boston College. They beat kind of a dull lacrosse players list of schools. Yeah, that they apply to as a senior, right? That that's it. Like yeah. they yeah. played a lacrosse player tweeted out on his like um, expensive notes app, like my final four, no, no interviews, please. Yeah, <laughs> two two retweets, four likes. 
and his like calligraphy notes app. Yeah, they haven't they haven't played anybody. They really haven't. Now that could mean two things. When you actually haven't played anybody going into week eight, it might be a good thing because there's not that much mileage on on the old tires at this point, right? How how hard did they really have to try to beat Boston College? Actually, they had to try. They had to try, but Boston but Boston College isn't a bad team, so that's fine. No, no, I mean that's a stress test, right? It's something above just a, a walk, right? Yeah, they got to turn the treadmill up a little bit. It's for no you. Syracuse like Clemson had to do. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what I what else I was getting to. Is you go, well, who's Clemson played? How they looked against them. I don't know, y'all. They almost lost to Texas A&M. Oh, that probably means something good for Texas A&M. Uh, conversely, it, it, it also doesn't mean a whole lot great for, for Clemson, potentially, especially if Texas A&M and, A&M and all that. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Amen. Agricultural and Spiritual University. I guess that's TCU. Mm, that would be, but it's so not. <laughs> What about Southern Methodist? They sound like a spiritual school. <laughs> In a manner of speaking. Uh, yeah, you know, if if the Lord is a line and you could snort him, that oh, would be us and you. Prosperity gospel is still an ethos. Well, you know, they they're, they're the ponies for a reason. The point being, I, I I don't know at this point. College football is an amazing sport because I don't know that much about NC State, not because I haven't watched them, but because having watched them, um, they don't look conclusively great. They God, look... The Coke Pony would be an amazing mascot. Who wouldn't he? Western, Western Michigan yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah they Western did. Look up the yeah, I don't know why yeah. I'm using the subjunctive there. Forgive me. The advantage NC State has is that they haven't like shown – you're, you're right. They haven't shown you much to be like – Oh, I have great confidence in them. But they also haven't done the other thing. Like, USF is also undefeated. But USF has shown us plenty to be like, oh, no. Oh, this is, oh, boy. This is rotten <laughs> to the core. Oh, Ooh. Jesus Christ. How dare you slander Blake Barnett? Do not do not buy this car. Oh, my God. It's full of, it's full of weevils. You can see and, them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Weevils. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. Just Sorry. trying to earn a living. Yeah, I don't I mean I, I don't think that a whole lot has changed other than maybe they don't have the pass rush they had last year on NC State. Otherwise, you're looking at the same, you know, kind of this is a team that relies on passing to score. Um they play pretty sound defense, but you know what? Pretty sound's not really gonna do against Travis Etienne. It's not. So I don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. They, I'm, they probably should have beat Clemson in 2016 and 2017. So yeah, so we'll probably they probably get won't what? in 2018. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go. Yeah. You missed your two shots, buddy. <laughs> that's I, I don't want you to do that that fake scaling up that I really love to do, which is you're like, well, they came close the last two years. Yeah, you know what that means against a team like Clemson? It means you're probably falling off the cliff this year. Your window shut. Yeah, your window shut. You didn't go through it, and now it's going to cut you in half. Um, the Sandman put a put a game on the schedule here that that some people on Reddit also wanted us to talk about because they are terrified. Spoiler: They're all Mizzou fans. So yes, sir. Guess who's a fucking nine point five point favorite against Memphis? Mizzou. What? 
What the fuck happened there? Y'all ever feel like we're in the wrong industry? God. All right. Let's every just day, let's place a chicken every bet. Every day. With the... What's the final score in the chicken? <laughs> well, 65 sorry. to 64? Sorry, that, that went to an unexpected place of truth. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> sorry. Um, we, sorry. Yeah. This, uh, the Sandman. Love, I'm sorry. Love my dying industry. Love my dying industry. This is the Sandman's figure four leg lock of the week. Memphis plus whatever you got. I got it at nine point five. Get whatever you can while you can. Would you? Would you I like mean, the S and P plus would have Memphis favored on a neutral field? I'll just leave it at that. Would you like I the mean, other the other factor that has Missouri fans terrified? I mean, I'm sure there are several. This is their homecoming game. Oh Jesus! No, why would you do that? <laughs> what did you do that for? Who did that? Make it Vanderbilt or something. What is wrong with you, dumb you dumb fucks? Don't make it Memphis. You know what? Memphis is going to come out there, and one of them is going to punch somebody in the head, right? <laughs> and Mizzou players are going to be like, "What? Are, what are you doing? Punch this, is, this is absurd." Memphis, if Mizzou got punched by Bama last week. Now here comes Memphis barreling through. Oh my God. <laughs> But it's if homecoming. Our families are here. I know. I am angry <laughs> at whoever made this homecoming. <laughs> you don't think I'll beat you in front of your mama? <laughs> Stupid oh, fucks. Boy. That's my preference. Yeah, no, 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 no. I wanted She's to. She's a nice lady. I wanted to see this and see all the mistakes she made. She's got beautiful bone structure. Yeah. <laughs> She's my mom now. <laughs> <laughs> your mom calls me son. That's this whole Memphis. game. Don't Mem- come back from the moon. Memphis, Memphis quote, stole your, your mom. mom calls me son. <laughs> Don't come home. I get the race car bed now. Thanksgiving's coming up and I am getting the drumstick. <laughs> this is the but and, and of all of this, right? Like attitudinally, statistically, right? When you also go, well, I don't know, man, what is what is Memphis actually bringing to the table here? Um Points. Yeah, the le- the leading yeah the leading rusher in the nation, in the form of Daryl Henderson. Well, surely Mizzou has a great defense. Uh, no, 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 no. In fact, I would also like for you to go. Well, what about that offense? It, it, my favorite thing: go look up Drew Luck's numbers against uh, Power Five and non Power Five. Then sort of scale up and see how Memphis might fit in there. Man, I hope he's, what? I hope he's I hope he's calling. Uh... I hope he's calling Bosa and just being like, "Hey, what was your diagnosis? Can I just can you fax me those papers? Because that would that would be great." Thank I you. too am preparing for the NFL. Yeah, no, I need a backyotomy. It's crazy. So uh, I come yeah, down I mean, with a case of, of, of memphisitis. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 MRSA, but it's MRSA, but the M stands for Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably already a real thing. So does the R somehow? It's fine. <laughs> Memphis. Memph- no, that's that's in there. Me- it'd be like Memphis rendezvous salt attrition. You'd be like, ah, too much barbecue. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's like a three-six mafia no, song like where every word is exactly what you think it would be. It'd be like, Memphis real sick ass. Like it could be a real thing. Yeah. Uh, why is Mississippi yeah, State? No. Why, hi, why is Mississippi State a ranked team? They, um, um, go ahead. Give me anything. They. Joe Moorhead is Kentucky. Handsome. That's a ranked team. Okay. Uh, um, I like Holly's answer best so far. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Because we because we just have to rank teams, right? Yeah, the, that's it. That's got to be it. Every, every every Big Ten fan is screaming because they're in the SEC, and 
I don't really have a counter for that. <laughs> yeah. No, you're correct. No, at That's... this point, it's just funny. Yeah. Ooh, somebody, somebody. Let me remind you that the voters who rank these teams are publicly available on Twitter, and you can at them and not us. Yeah, because we don't take polling very seriously. We didn't do this shit. Well, yeah. is it is with Mississippi State? Is it because we know what they're awful at and we know what they're great at, so we just hope that they do what they're great at? Which, like, you know, for like three years now. Mississippi State fans led by for whom the cowbell tolls have used the hashtag always run never pass. Yeah. And buddy with with Nick Fitzgerald and no Dan Mullen, that is truer than ever. Like <laughs> they're one of the country's best running teams and they are one of the country's worst passing teams. So if mm-hmm. they come out and I like that that sounds like a dog with a cold and say Arnp! 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 it sounds like a dog's version of ain't. Uh, I would I, I would say also something really fun is this that yes this is a run first team like the definition of a run first team playing a team which is mostly run first with some passing um and not two completing co- but passing yeah, com- yeah not com- completing a bold 50 percent remember if joe burrow gets into that 60 percent completion range beware no ellis <laughs> lsu is going to win this game because we are stupid and that means we have to be going into the Bama LSU game saying like, oh boy, we got a real clash. Oh, Bama better watch out. This is a real clash. Gonna wa- have to be on their, oh, it's over? Well, shit. <laughs> it's not a barn burner unless you burn some barns. Yeah, we do need to set up a game of the century that ends with the score of 13 to zero. I, yeah. just think Mont- I just think Montez Sweat versus Joe Burrow. It's gonna be some. It's gonna be some moments for Joe Burrow. That, I can't that, wait to see Joe Burrow's next fifty-yard plus uh, field-spanning scramble. I'm I'm definitely gonna bring that up. Noted scrambling enthusiast <laughs> Joe Burrow. If Mississippi Joe State, Vic, family if Mississippi circus State impersonator. Does, <laughs> <laughs> if Mississippi State does not let him do that, I will mention it as the lead. For the game, I'll be like the first thing you should know is Mississippi Unlike State. Unlike some didn't... other bulldog. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that proves they're better than Georgia. Let's just establish that right now. Oh yeah, dude, Burrow did that to a five star, y'all. Georgia has unconfessed <laughs> sin. McCon's a five star, and and Joe Burrow put him in the dirt. I should also point out that that's the exact same DB who gave up second and twenty six to Alabama last year. Exactly. Oh, damn. Um, somebody put UCF and USF on this. Oh, like this spreadsheet's a disaster this week. I thought it was going to be real easy, Good. real quick, and now we're talking about no. Central and South Florida. Did you do this? I did not for once. The most disastrous so. thing on here, not done by me. So what had happened was, Ryan, you left it open for edits to anyone who had the link, and I just decided let's knock out two unbeaten teams in one time since they're both kicking off at once. One of them is playing UConn. The other's playing ECU. I would rather watch that one. So what we're doing is UCF ECU and USF UConn, we're going to have a competition to see who can score the most points, UCF or USF. We're going to have a – they're going to be battling from afar. Can that? we have okay, we gotten um, our hands on Randy Edsel's contract yet? By the way, yes, yeah, it uh, it's the one with all the, uh, the incredible incentives, like the 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 prop bets sheet incentives. We have all of them, or I I know there's the sampling that USA Today put together, but I want to know what like they were like. Oh, people won't believe this if we print it. 
No one will believe that. I hope you built in some basic like hygiene or public school testing related ones, right? Like Randy Etzel shall receive a $500,000 bonus if all of his players uh, floss daily or if they all pass their hearing tests. Or like if they all show up wearing socks, he gets a hundred bucks. Yeah. Dude, that's harder than you think. It's harder than you think, but it's probably easier than any other performance-based incentives Randy Etzel might have written into his contract based on this year's team. If, if Randy UConn... Etzel can beat SimCity on medium difficulty with disasters on $400,000. I, I, I don't think he could do that. No. I would bet against that happening. Yeah. Randy Etzel learns to play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to mention here is UC, USF to UConn. That is a um, that's a bizarre travel arrangement. I know they're in the same conference, but if you really think about it, like what the fuck? Um, and I just wanted to mention that my uh, my father in law, my stepfather in law, actually. So my uh, sister in law, she is turning twenty nine this year. Okay, not thirty. That's that's a key difference. Um, my stepfather-in-law, he called her a few days ago to say, and this is his voice, Hey, you better clean your house. I'm going to be in town for the weekend. I got a surprise for you. Oh uh, he shows up to say, I'm here to celebrate your 30th birthday. Oh. This man showed up a whole year early for his daughter's wow. 30th birthday. My wife said to me today, I don't know when he's leaving. <laughs> and I'm just waiting days, for a baby. couple of days from now. He's going to come to me like, does your daddy want to go to the dirt race tracks? Because he loves that shit. I just wanted to bring that up. Just on the subject of weird road trips, my uh, my father-in-law, uh, he showed up a year early for his, for his daughter's 30th birthday. And, he, and no one he knows when he's leaving. sounds like Gollum on the operating table in the beginning of the Lord <laughs> of the Rings movie. So that's my USF preview. Yeah, that's good. For, <laughs> good, that counts. For formalities, no. formalities' sake, I'm gonna go ahead and say UCF scores more points. That's fine. I agree with you. Um, hey, Purdue is gonna put some points on number two Ohio State, right? Woo. Um, yardage this shit could get perilous, man. Ohio State. Ohio State's defense is not that good. It's bad. Oh so it, like, no! It's it's not a it's not a good defense. Especially for big plays, right? Right. Like they, yeah, they're not, they're not real good in terms of getting big plays, right? You, you the run thing, the numbers. You can run them on, run on them on first down. You can run on them on second down, and you can light them up on third down. Purdue really doesn't have a whole lot of like. If you want to know how explosive they are, they're about as explosive as Florida. That's not. That's not bad it's not great it's like you know kind of like probably top quartile in terms of like how explosive they are they don't have a lot of guys ohio state's gonna win this but this really could be one of those games that's like like 48 to 40 i could see that the over under right now is um at 66 and a half i feel i feel okay about the over there i do too yeah especially because greg shiano sucks (laughs) <laughs> he sucks it's not like why are you gonna dodge it like he's a good man a good coach i don't have to keep this source he sucks it's not like they're talking to us anyway look his defense blows 
It's an per my metrics, Graciano sucks. We, it's an appalling right. pile of shit, and he's made it worse with the best talent in college football. Here's he's the made thing. it worse. Here's the thing. We need Purdue to win this game so that we can get a bunch of hype for Jeff Brom so that Louisville can be like, oh, and Bobby can just be like, you're stuck. <laughs> you're in my fly trap of money. <laughs> You'd really I like have to shower doing... me with riches to get me <laughs> to dislodge me from this position. You have another man no! you'd like to insert in my location. <laughs> I like that when no! I am open. I, like I am open like to you. a tube coach one school situation. <laughs> you sound no! you, when Ryan does, it sounds <laughs> like open sex marriage. Herbal. Bobby wins an open marriage. It'll work for us. I'm going to play Donkey Kong. The yeah, this is. It felt good, by the way, to let that out. I don't want like. It just sucks to watch people try to make excuses for Greg Schiano when you go. Yeah, he's not good at that job. Yeah, he's not good at it. Yeah, he he sucks at it, and he's made it worse. He he didn't beat Auburn. I don't want to be PC here like all these defenders of Greg Schiano. Well, there's only like there's only like two of them. You know? But like and they're no, only I've just started I've just decided that since PC doesn't have any meaning in our country that I'm just gonna start. Don't mm-hmm. make, no, don't tell me to sit up. I'm playing Donkey Kong. Stop being PC and telling me to stop playing Donkey Kong. I remember a time when we used to respect the office of Ohio State defensive coordinator. Why can't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The August, the August moral authority that is Urban Meyer has said he's doing a great job. I'm very concerned about campus free speech at the University of Tennessee when it comes when it comes to Ohio State assistant coaches. The guy's the guy's got a portrait of Woody Hayes in his house. I would like to know a lot more about this portrait. By the way, it's big. It's not a small portrait of what no, he is. Like, is it acrylic? Is it oil? It's haunted. Nude. It's definitely yeah. a V. It's a Vigo. One hundred percent. Here's a great man, Woody Hayes, who it said says, that J. Kids- Edgar Hoover did nothing wrong. <laughs> a guy who said that children uh, older than five were fair game in like war. No, it's he, J. Edgar Hoover did several things wrong. He didn't go far enough. Yeah. That's, yeah was- Wait. All right. Um, uh, who who put USC at Utah on here again? Can somebody like that? Must have been you, bro. That wasn't me. I didn't put it. I, I did. I oh. did. Spencer used a spreadsheet. You fucking fuck. Why? Why do you want to talk about all these Pac-12 unranked games? Are you trying to make this podcast oh, worse than it is? Torn apart. This is fun. I yeah, I'm trying to make it. Are you making it better? Or are you making it worse? I'm making it worse. Just this. It's a, just a short note that uh, everyone's like, oh, man, USC's back on track after they beat Colorado. They figured things out. Do you know what's an antidote to that? Playing Utah. They'll have you convinced that you figured nothing out at all. Not even Utah will feel better after playing a football game with Utah involved. So, yeah, this is this is another baffling. This is another Pac-12 baffler where if you go, well, how does this conference screw itself out of a playoff spot? Every single year, and you're like, they let Utah and USC happen. That's because you said Utah got to live here, and now I do. <laughs> That's it. Utah's Utah- gonna fuck these private school motherfuckers up. 
That's exactly. I'm sorry. We won't say we won't say fuck more than once because you know we're not that profane. What? <laughs> I'm missing a joke. All right, the, let's fin- let's finish it off. Yeah, yeah. The, what, you the know podcast? it's a you know it's a great week because we have to talk about multiple Pac-12 games. This one though, this one has real entertainment value. That'd be number twelve. At a, or, this is the only one, I want to be clear. This is the only one that you didn't put on the schedule. You put the rest of them on. I did. I did. I'm not the one who made the weird Urkel Petrino voice, though, and probably ruined sex for at least eight listeners for a week. If they listen to this podcast, they shouldn't be having it. You're not mature enough for sex. (laughs) If you're listening, no, no, no. So that would be number 12, Oregon, at number 25, Washington State. This is the game day game this week. Returning to game day for the first time in, what, 15 years or something? Ever. Ever. ever? What are you talking what about? What are you talking ever, about? Ever? This is like are a known thing. Jesus. Oh, no, no. This is, it's it's the first, it's 15 years ago they started doing the old crimson flag thing. That was, That's that was right. what it was. That's yeah. right. But yeah, first time in Pullman. Yeah. So just like nice, I said, nice save, bud. just like I said, so 14 I I years now, the Washington state flag has appeared in the background on game day every single week, whether anybody wanted it there or not, whether it had the resources like to the get there or not, whether it had the logistics to get there or not, no matter what it had to sacrifice to get there, whether, uh, you know, whether, whether competition had more resources to get there, the Washington State flag was there, inserted itself in the national conversation, in the lore about this sport, regardless of what it took to get there, um, became a part of the legend of the sport. If it went away, you would notice it. You'd realize you took it for granted all along. You'd realize how special it was. You'd realize what it meant for Pullman, Washington to insert itself as deserving of the national stage in this sport and i think it would be only appropriate if we pass the mic to a person who has been the backbone of everything we are for a long long time to the heartbeat of this program to the best coog i know to brian floyd to shut down this program tonight take it away brian (laughs) 